everyone. We're going to be talking today about the modern problems how to store and display your sex toys. In this interview, we'll explore the following. How did Toy Box Studio start? How did it arrive at the current trunk design? How have the trunks evolved since they started? What are the trends in custom storage solutions for sex toys? And how would you design a toy closet? And with me today to talk about all the world of sex toy storage is creator and founder of Toy Box Studio, Oz Nelly. Welcome, Oz. Welcome. Thank you, Abby, for having me on. Yeah, welcome to the Sex Lab Adult Product Podcast. Uh, to start with, I thought we'd talk about who you are and your custom storage solution. So first, tell me about Toy Box Studio and how did it get started? Well, my profession is as a designer, furniture, lighting, and interiors. So it was sort of a natural outgrowth of that. But it has a few uh, marked instances where, you know, the idea perked up. The original one was way, way back when I was mentoring with a designer and uh, we were working on an apartment and he mentioned locks for a lot of the side tables and drawers in the bedroom. And being a naive guy from the Midwest, I kind of inquired. And that was precisely what the locks were for. So that was a very early start. Um, when I got more evolved and having my own collection, I soon realized that, you know, basically anything you put them in, a suitcase, a fiber case, everything inside ended up a tangled mess. It was hard to see what was in there, hard to sort. And this was probably 20 years ago. Um, my business was, uh, you know, boutique, but I most always had three months of work ahead of me. So it took a long time till I could actually start to prototype um, a solution for myself and as a possible uh, furniture product. Originally, we looked at uh, wardrobe trunks uh, and other, you know, other types of trunks. Traditional wardrobe trunks seem very appealing. You can even work with antique ones that have great, you know, kind of character. But wardrobe trunks are really meant for packing sweaters <laughs> and lightweight clothing. The drawers are not made durable enough for the weight and nature of most people's sex toys. And they posed a lot of problems in, you know, are you working with, uh, if you're working with a vintage product all the time, everything is custom. About six years ago, I moved my business up to Beacon, New York and dialed it down enough to have the time to really explore and design. And uh, that's how we got to, you know, really starting a prototype and design of what we currently offer. Wonderful. Yeah, I'll admit that I've admired Oz's trunks for a long time, as I have the problem of most urbanites, where we have little or no additional storage space for luxury lifestyle goods. It's always felt rather improper to put well-crafted, sometimes very delicate objects in plastic bins or stuff them in already stuffed closets, only to be wrinkled or warped or damaged in the process. Uh, but what else is there to do? There's so little space in New York City. And yes, and that was my original problem as well. Um, you know, I had a 
a nice loftette, which most people would think is spacious, but you have limited closet space. You, in city dwellers in particular, can't dedicate a room or they don't have a basement or an attic. So that was the original idea. Um, but it was intriguing, you know, the nature of the, uh, um, the, the nature of the clients that buy them are kind of twofold. Originally, I thought that it would mostly go to people in the lifestyle or professionals. Professionals have carved out their space. They might have, you know, a dedicated space in general. Um, some need, need this type of storage. But the big surprise was the amount of families, people in middle America that wanted to keep their sex toys away from their kids, their housekeeper, and their grandmother. <laughs> uh, I can understand on all regards as to why you would want not any of those audiences just randomly <laughs> stumbling across your toys. Yeah, we've all heard the stories of the kid, you know, taking something to show and tell in, in, in first grade that he shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> A surprise for not only the classroom, but also the teacher. Gotcha. Well, let's dive into our first topic then. Yep. As with the limitations of space in mind, how did you come across the design that you're currently using for your toy boxes? And for oh. those of you who are not familiar, the trunks are vertically oriented and set on caster wheels so that the boxes are easy to move and put in storage. The smallest is about two feet tall, while the largest model that Oz makes is about four feet tall. But they come in at weighing about 100 pounds each. So I'm glad to hear that they are on wheels and that you do not have to pick them up. Yeah, the, the weight is, um, we very clearly point out that these are rolling furniture. Of course, they can be put in the back of an SUV with some help. But the drawers are not completely captive. And the weight alone, they're not meant for flying or any of that type of travel. Um, we do get requests for travel cases, and we are trying to consider, you know, finding a solution for those as well, because people do travel with their sex toys. Um, but this, in, in, in particular, these are rolling furniture. So the trunks, when you open them up in secret or in in public look like a sex object in their own right that you would want to have sex on. <laughs> <You do. Thank> you. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of materials do you use inside of your product? Um, they are, it's mostly a very high quality vinyl. It's a leather look vinyl. Um, there's leather, metal, polished metal, we can do the interiors and exteriors in a variety of colors. But as you mentioned, certain colors lend themselves to, you know, feeling sexual, visually sexual. Um, we love the red interiors because they allow black leather, which often is hanging in the hanging side uh, in the terms of, you know, all sorts of things that come in, in leather and black. Um, it allows it to show off, stand out. We do get a lot of requests for all black um, as well. And we've discouraged a few strange colors, <laughs> such as, you know, somebody's favorite football blue or 
<laughs> and a few other strange requests. But of course, we would, uh, you know, we're, we're happy to find materials and colors for the interior that people are, are comfortable with and want. So what are some common features to your chests? You know, secret compartments, levers, pulleys, you know, the Bondian secret door that opens up into another secret compartment. Um, pretty much once you unlock this, we figure that, um, you know, you, you've unlocked your goodies and you want to get to them. Um, we do and have put a separate small hidden lock on the bottom drawer. So even though one might have want to share most of everything, they might have something they only want to share for themselves. In addition, people have uh, purchased them for, you know, other things than sex toys, keepsakes, important, valuable things. Um, we're actually looking at possibly doing one that's a little more lingerie-oriented, uh, delicate objects. Um, each of the sizes at this point comes with six drawers. We can change the amount of the amount of drawers and the size of the drawers somewhat, some customization in that regard. Um, also, we uh, people request different types of liners of the bottoms of the drawers: vinyl, velvet, um, rubber diamond plate. Uh, we've done all of those. Some are are easier and more successful than others. So there's somewhat of a customization uh, element to the design work as well. Yeah, the exterior, we recommend black and there's a couple of grays. And we've also done a white. But practically speaking, most people choose the black. Interiors, there's a wide variety of uh, the upholstery grade material vinyls we use. Um, but again, there's colors that seem appropriate. We have a couple of different reds, one's more vintage, one's a little brighter, and we do black, and there are other options as well. Yeah, it sounds like you can customize uh, to a certain extent anything and everything within uh, this the case. Yeah, we, we haven't been doing, you know, some people want uh, dividers, and that gets really, you know, very personalized. Uh, we could do them, but, you know, it's it's something that unless somebody's really willing to invest in um, to do the kind of quality dividers, um, most people probably don't go down that road. Mm, that does make sense. On the lid side, we um, have seven hanging hooks. Um, it's interesting because we get, uh, you know, calls, you know, will my 40-inch crop hang without huddling up in the bottom in size X or size Y, um, you know, people fit. One person, uh, he got everything in except his spreader bars. <laughs> and I Too said, large. you know, you're going to have to invest in some, the ones that are adjustable size. <laughs> and certainly a daunting task when you're looking at all of these different solutions, as you may have, as you were saying, many different sizes when it comes to your whips, your paddles, your tails, your blindfolds, and uh, any number of other accessories that uh, on a custom-made market may come in a variation of sizes and shapes. How have you evolved the trunks uh, since you started? Uh, what features have you added as a result of the customer feedback that you've received? 
we added, um, we got some great customer feedback from some guy. He, he called me up like 30 seconds after he saw them. He never ended up buying one, but we had a great chat on the phone. Um, he wanted power on board so that vibrators and other toys which require recharging could be plugged in and kept inside the cabinet. And this, this works on the largest size, the XL. Um, we shorten a drawer. We uh, add a USB charger and the kind of cabling that comes with, oh, amplifier equipment and the like, where the plug can be disconnected from the case. Um, but that led me to something that has really been what I think is the, the nicest addition and something I recommend to everyone that buys them. The hanging side of the door, um, you know, most of the time when you're using these things, it's not in bright daylight. It's often in a darkened candlelit or, or uh, uh, sort of theme-lit room. And even though you've got this great drawers and hanging space, it's not a strong visual, and it's not so easy to see things in a darkened room. So we added a valence and an LED rechargeable light. And this is great. It goes on when you, by motion sensor, and it lights up all the hanging goods, making it very dramatic. And even most of the drawers, when you open them, you can see it casts enough light to see what's in the drawers. So this is a great feature, and we pretty much recommend this option for everyone. <laughs> that sounds like a fairly common use case where you are having sex in the dark uh, and can, therefore can't see what you're actually trying to find. Exactly, which was sort of the, you know, one of the original inspirations. <laughs> well, I'm sure also in the years of experience of customizing these cabinets, you found um, trends in terms of things that uh, you have then taken away. Are there features in the cabinets that no longer exist? Refinements have pretty much been minor, but from a furniture design point of view, I don't think people don't realize how much even sometimes common objects need a great deal of revision and engineering. Um, you know, when I designed furniture, we designed some beautiful aluminum furniture years back. And we're amazed at how a two-inch aluminum would flex or parts would wear out, things like that. So with the toy boxes, we've changed the wheels. We've changed the mounting. Um, we've got, you know, we offer different Glord rides than we started with um, so that uh, we don't have issues with shipping, things like that um, through the process. Um, mostly a refinement. Perfect. Well, let's talk more about sex specifically now. The adult toy market is so dynamic and when it comes to toys and technology. And as a creator, you must come across many requests to customize and modify your trunks to suit specific needs. For example, uh, and I think you noted it before, uh, we're talking specifically about electricity and that women have a lot of vibrator options now on the market in things like pulse and buzz and now even suck. 
Uh, I personally have a stash of chargers tangled up in a drawer that I've accumulated over time with each new acquisition into my collection. I can't be the only person with this issue of organization. Uh, so my question for you is how have you modified the trunks with these innovations uh, and the trends that you see that have moved uh, within the sex toy market? Mm. Um, we haven't been building them for that long. So we're pretty much in the, the current market of USB charging and some hardwire charging. So that's where the power on board became a really nice option of being able to store it and charge it and know that it's charged when you open it up. Um, again, we, we do recommend um, some commercially available dividers, which I think, you know, when people want to get really specific, um, that they may want to go into a drawer and either have us or customize with dividers themselves. Um, also, in some of the drawers, you know, people put pouches and other types of organizational material. The, the drawers are in three sizes. We do shallow for small things, such as smaller vibrators, all kinds of, you know, smaller items, cuffs, things that lay flat. And then we offer, and then there's medium drawers and large drawers, which, you know, make a nice rope bin or back storage. Wonderful. How are you seeing any trends inside of custom storage solutions in terms of what's on the market or what's going to be coming onto the market in terms of requests? You know, most of these are sold through Etsy. And it, the feedback is always interesting in the conversations, which is something that I didn't really, um, you know, kind of foresee. Um, we probably spend at least an hour back and forth, if not more, uh, with each person who buys it. So I, I get a lot of interesting stories. They're so diverse and more diverse than, um, you know, sort of the well-publicized um, well-publicized or well-known cliches. As I said, we get families. Uh, we recently sent one to Tennessee, and I joked about it being the Bible Belt, and I was thanked for doing God's work. And I've sent to military bases. We've shipped to Australia and Finland and France. So we get a, you know, a fun, wide variety of clientele. Wonderful. And finally, I'd like to explore uh, the idea of if you were to take uh, your box out of the box and put it instead into a closet. So let's just pretend you decide that you're going to come out of retirement and back into the world of interior design, <laughs> and you're going to create a custom toy closet of your dreams. What mm. features would it include? Well, uh, when I saw that as a um, question, I was thinking about the truth is, is that unless you have a really big closet, you're probably not going to be having your fun in it. So, yes, the, the trunk or trunks can be rolled out. Um, and you think, you know, to make a closet sexy, it could be padded, upholstered. Um, a, lot of, uh, a lot of the space that a person might need might be in wardrobe. So, of course, you know, a regular closet with hanging space is very important. Um, 
and lighting that keeps it all looking sexy where you can see what you need to see and doesn't ruin the mood. <laughs> so what aspects of the design would you change from a conventional closet so that it can fit those needs? Mm. Again, closets come in such a variety of sizes <laughs> that, um, you know, that, that basically that's where you really have to start as again, color, lighting, um, upholstery, um, you know, a typical closet, it could work in the sense that hanging space is, um, is important and you might have headgear and hats and the typical things that go on the shelves in a, in a closet. So I think it's more about the look and feel. And also if you can, you know, leave yourself enough room to roll a trunk in and out, then you can have the smaller items come with you <laughs> as you come out of the closet. So it's quite essentially a rolling closet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and some people have actually requested, uh, um, you know, have to requested something that almost that large. Uh, we haven't followed through on those, but there are some very large containers available. Oh, I can only imagine how large they would be if you were in closet size uh, to <laughs> roll out. Uh, it would certainly require a lot, much larger space than the average urbanite here in uh, New York City has to offer. But, you know, as you were saying, your clientele does expand uh, outside of urban centers and into uh, the Midwest and, uh, and thereafter. So it does sound like people do have the space in order to be able to make that a possibility. Yeah, a New York closet, some of them are literally, you know, two by two and a half feet. <laughs> right, not the, a lot of space. Yeah, the... Um, Smallest one has a really, really flexible footkin. We've uh, re renamed it the PK, personal kit. Um, the very first person who purchased one was in Australia, believe it or not. And he said, this is a really smart kit. And I couldn't keep from having that word. Uh, that word stuck with me because it's kind of neat. And uh, But it's 20 by 15 footprint. So it can handle even quite a small closet. Yeah, that sounds like that's actually the size of most Manhattan apartments. <laughs> 20 by 30 20 inches. by 30. 15 inches. 20 by 20, <laughs> 15 by 20 inches. <laughs> <laughs> we have um, one other product, if you have time for. Sure. We make um, way, way back another product that has its roots in New York. Um, back in the kind of golden age of Soho, when it was 75% restaurants and art galleries and 25% old shot, old manufacturers and fabricators, there was a great old machine shop named Zelf. And it was pretty much down to its last legs, but many people have fond memories of having custom parts made there. And I was in one day working with a machinist and the business um, had also rented floor sanders and urethane in big five-gallon buckets. And I looked over, and there were paint stirs, But they weren't the little ones. They were giant ones for five-gallon buckets. And they were beautiful pieces of wood. 
clear pine, lightweight, nice dimensions, and they had an amazing whoosh and smack. <laughs> and years, years later, I kept a few for myself. And years later, when I got the toy boxes going, I thought, you know, you really need something for branding and something that if someone would just wanted something less expensive and kind of fun. Uh, so we basically got quantities of these large paintsters. They're about 20 inches long, dressed them with leather and rubber lashing. And we took our logo and got an actual brand, a branding iron, so that we could burn it into the top of the wood. So it's a fun story because it's another one of those things that took many, many years to evolve and has a history. But they're a nice little $25 item that uh, is kind of special. It's somewhere between a crop, a cane, and a paddle. But I think better than all. <laughs> all in one, it saves you a few dollars, too, in the process. Yep. It does come with a warning label, though. <laughs> Do tell. What is this label? It's, it's, it seems so innocent, but it... It, 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 you know, and it, it could be applied somewhat innocently, but it can also really sting. And, well, hang on one second. Here you go. All right. I heard it. Anyway, just a few sound effects. There, uh, it was just kind of a fun thing um, that, uh, you know, we could offer that was kind of lightweight. We haven't gone in. I mean, we have a few other ideas. But as you said, I mean, the, the variety and scope and quality of sex toys is kind of off the roots. I, I kind of, you know, I've always marveled at the creativity of man on one particular topic. <laughs> yep. Wonderful. And thank you, Oz, for joining me today to talk about custom sex storage solutions. Thank you as well. It's a pleasure. Ah, and if you want to hear more, please join me again next week for another adult product feature on the Sex Lab.